Just kidding. It's just Jackie. Tony is still out sick, so you have me today. Lots of hey guys. Lots of puns. I hope you're ready. Let's start out this week. We do not have much as far as gun news goes, but shooting sports, there is a ton. So we're going to jump right in. We usually cover mostly USPSA. Um, this week we are going to cover the IDPA National Championships as well as some local IDPA news. Lacrimoid actually sponsored a local IDPA stage this weekend uh, at a club near us in Illinois out in Waterman. Uh, a friend of ours is the match director, and I know for a stage gun, they're using a 380. Ammo's kind of slim. We were able to help them out. They threw up some banners. Thank you guys so very much for getting the word out for Lacrimoid. And the stage looked super awesome. We got a bunch of pictures and videos of the stage and people running it. It looked like a ton of fun. So that was awesome. Uh, second piece of IDPA news. Nationals. I'm sure you've seen all of the memes all over the interwebs. They're getting pretty savage. It's kind of funny. First off, we will start with our winners. Backup gun, Joseph Bowden. Second, Eidos Bektergonov. And third, Wayne Lamond. CCP, which is Compact Carry Pistol, first place was Austin Plaus, followed by Eric Frantz and Luke Faust. The next category is Custom Defense Pistol, or CDP. First place was Glenn Shelby, followed by Rob Latham, of course, and Randy Harden. Next category, I don't even need to look up what this thing means because it's the same as ours, CO Carry Optics. Taken by none other than your boy, Nils Jonathan. Congratulations, Nils. Everyone here may be a little confused because you think, oh, I thought he was a USPSA shooter. Apparently you can do both and slaughter everyone. So congratulations on the win, Nils. Second place, Carry Optics, Mike Seeklander. Third place, Jeremy Story. And a special honorable mention for our very dear friend, Brandon Powers, 27th in Carry Optics at the Beretta IDPA championships. Next category is ESP, which is Enhanced Service Pistol. First place, Mr. Les Kismartoni, who is a very dear friend of Tony's, and he now is a Florida guy. He used to be an Illinois guy. And he took first. Second place is Pat Doyle. Third, Randy Rogers. And fourth, my girl, Ashley Rorick took fourth place, so great job, Ashley. Next category is SSP, which is stock service pistol, so basically brand new stock out of the box, nothing enhanced, like, you know, ESP, SSP, stock service pistol. First place, Mr. JJ Rakaza, another USPSA shooter, who, if I'm not mistaken, on his Instagram said that this is the first time he has shot IDPA, and he took first. So there you go. Second place, Shane Coley. Again, USPSA. Uh, third place, Gordon Carell. 
and a special honorable mention, 15th place, our very good friend, Jason Slattery. Revolver Division. Um, they actually had quite a few people shooting revolver, which is weird coming from someone who shoots USPSA, and there might be one at a major match. Revolver, first place, Derek Hill. Second, Jess Christensen. And third, John Coppy. PCC, first, Sean Gardner. Second, Tan DeJong. And third, Tom, uh, excuse me, Jason Thomas. So that wraps up IDPA Nationals. Um, I don't know. You might be seeing a little bit more of IDPA news coming out of us because we have an awful lot of friends that have been peer pressuring us to join them and shoot an IDPA match. I've never shot an official IDPA match. Tony has shot, I believe, two um, back in the 2010-2011 era. So it's been a hot minute, and I've never shot one. So should be fun, something different, change of pace. Back to USPSA. Area 4 was this weekend. Christian Seiler took first place overall and also open category. Second place in open, Aaron Eddins. Third, Dexter Bradley. Carry Optics was first by Jacob Hetherington. Second place, Mason Lane, followed by Luke Cow in third. Limited, Mr. Shane Coley took first, followed by Blake Miguez, and third place, John Browning. PCC, first place, Max Leograndis. Surprise, surprise. Congratulations, Max. You're a beast. Second place, Grant Kunkel. And third, Andre Desautel. Production, first place, Jeff Cawthon. Second, Roman... Oh, boy, I'm going to butcher this. Rubrilevsky. Ski. And third, Jared Fox. Congratulations, guys. Uh, single stack. We are going to run through the single stack, especially because first place is none other than Mr. Tim Heron. Second place, Mitch Gibson. And third, Detlev Hall. Um, Revolver had one shooter, so he obviously took first place. Congratulations, Joe Riley. And that wraps up Area 4. To the best of my knowledge, there is not an excessive amount of drama like there have been at previous area matches, so just the placements for today. Georgia had their state championship this weekend as well, where Christian Seiler, again, took it and slaughtered everyone. Overall and open, Christian Seiler. Second in open, Casey Eusebio. Third, Chris Tilly. Carry Optics. First place, Trace Decker, followed by Brian Giovanni. Gio, yep, I'm going to stick with that original one. And third, Tom Castro. Limited, first place, Paul Kerr, followed by John Browning. And third, Stephen Lee. PCC, first place, goes to Derek Giddings, followed by Rob Romero. And third, Jason Clark. Production. Tyler Turner, Brennan Decker, and third place, Tyler Meisenheimer. 
Um, we do not have placements for revolver or single stack, as there were so very few shooting them. That wraps up shooting sports. That's probably the quickest we've ever gone through them, just because Tony and I aren't sitting here bickering and him rolling his eyes at my puns, causing more and more delay in the information. I cannot wait for him to hear the replay on this later. Jumping straight into questions, um, we got a handful of questions in this week, which is really awesome. Thank you guys so very much for submitting these. It makes it easier if there's a lot of questions, because I feel like I'm talking to you guys, even though I'm not talking to Tony. Like, you're here with me. You're driving in your car, you're here with me. I know you're listening, and thank you. First question, is concealed carry insurance worth it? I think it is. Uh, I personally have concealed carry insurance, as does Tony. It's minimal. It's like $11 a month. Um, we both have U.S. Law Shield. Uh, I know USCCA has carry insurance. There's tons of companies that have carry insurance. When it comes to the legal fees, whether you are in a justified shooting or not, the legal fees just to defend yourself to prove that you are innocent is going to drain you. So it is absolutely worth it. I mean, even for just the peace of mind knowing that if something happens that you are going to have a lawyer at your side who knows what they're talking about and speaks the language and can walk you through how to make a proper statement, things like that. Um, I'm very grateful that I, that I ran across U.S. Law Shield, um, and I'm very happy. I've, I've contacted them and had multiple conversations with them just on, you know, questions that I had. And, I mean, they have a hotline for that because I'm a member. So take advantage of it ask the questions, get the answers, be more informed, and have a peace of mind should you ever need it. Yes, it's worth it. Um, next is, what is the status of Black Betty, and will you be shooting her at North Porter? If no, why not? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I know who submitted this one. I, he said, are you chicken? in honor of Tony not being on the podcast tonight. So that's kind of funny because that's exactly what Tony would say. If I said, no, I wasn't shooting Black Betty, he would ask if I was chicken. Um, and I'm not shooting Black Betty on Sunday. Uh, I am still in the process of putting her together. Um, we've spent this last week, like, busy, 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 feeling like garbage, starting to feel better, and then more busy with work. So I have not had an opportunity to tighten everything down on her, install the blast shield. Um, I don't know if you can hear Tony coughing in the background. I know you're all wishing him well. I'll pass it along. Um, I'm not going to be shooting her at North Porter. I'm going to be shooting carry optics. So because I already have my rig set up, you know, I don't want to be you know, rushing to get things put together to shoot a division for the very first time with brand new gear, brand new everything outside of my initial test run of like 24 to 27 rounds, whatever my 170 millimeter mag caps out at, I think it was 27 rounds. 
outside of those 27, that's the only time I've shot her so far. So I still need to install the blast shield, reconfirm zero with the blast shield installed, run it through a chrono with a few different test loads, um, see what I can get away with as far as my power factor goes. I've never shot a gun with a comp before or had to load ammo for it, so this is going to be a probably lengthy learning experience for me. Um, I do plan to do a lot of tinkering and final polishing on that throughout the winter season, which, ironically, is the next question. What are your plans heading into the off-season to prepare for 2022? Building up Black Betty, making her the baddest bitch in the land, fine-tuning a load, working with a holster that I've never ever used before. Uh, I've always had a bucket holster, and I'm going to be using a, uh, I think it's called a race holster. It's fancy. You can see the entire gun exposed because it's sitting on the trigger guard, something along those lines. I've never even messed around with one, so it is going to take some time getting used to all of that. Um, in addition to getting everything together, making a load that's going to meet power factor with my comp in major. I'm also going to be doing an awful lot of dry fire this year because it is a whole new division. If it's, it's not like I just threw a dot on my production gun like I did last year and had to learn how to read the dot. It is a whole new beast. So I'm definitely going to be doing tons of dry fire over the winter and making lots of bullets. Um, what majors are you planning on shooting in 2022? I know both Tony and I plan to shoot um, a national championship. Um, it's likely going to be the optics one, open, something where we can both run and play. Um, we probably won't do production nationals this year um, unless something changes. Um, yeah, I mean, one nationals, um, I mean, area five, possibly, I know we wanted to do that last year and the year before, but it just wasn't in the cards. So possibly in the upcoming year, we'll be able to do area five. We both really love shooting the Wisconsin state championship. <coughs> Excuse me. So. That's one for sure. I know that he wants to shoot Illinois. Um, I really, it's not on my bucket list of matches to shoot, but I want to be there in case something happens and I have to drive him home. You know, like a tree uproots itself or something. It could happen twice. Um, if any gun manufacturer asked you personally to design a pistol what would it have? Uh, it would have a very shallow reach from the back strap to the trigger because I have midget digits and like my Shadow 2, for example, I was very, very close to actually having it sent out to have a reach reduction kit um, just because the eight pound double, it was so hard for me to pull that eight pound double back with a proper grip. I had to actually readjust my grip for my first shot. So once I lightened it up, it wasn't so bad. 
Um, but I think if I end up ever going back to the Shadow 2, or even messing around with it in a competition sense, I'm going to have to get that Reach Reduction Kit. So that would be one thing that, on my personal gun, it would have to have a really short reach from the back strap to the trigger. Um, let's see. Oh, and optics ready, of course. I did get two CCCs this week. One of them is hilarious, and the other one speaks to my spirit animal. We'll do the spirit animal first. <laughs> Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, and Fruit Loops. First of all, I'm going to crush the Frosted Flakes. That is all. I always get overzealous. I want to eat them as soon as the milk is in. They cut up my roof of my mouth. There's no way you can compete and eat those. And there's no way that I could be happy without the other two. So Frosted Flakes has to go. I'm going to say Carrie will be Fruit Loops. Why, you ask? Because you can put string through them and carry them around with you. How convenient, and then eat them as you go because you're carrying them. And I would totally compete with some Lucky Charms. Yeah, I could eat boxes of Lucky Charms. Bring it on. This one is super goofy. This one I really wish Tony was here for because <laughs> I'm not sure how I should answer this. It's the CCC is mustache beard, and goatee. I'm going to have to ditch the mustache. The mustache has got to go. It's got to be crushed. Um, people can compete in beard contests. So I'm going to go with compete with the beard and carry the goatee. So if I was a man and I have facial hair, I would probably rock a goatee. I imagine I would probably look pretty good with a goatee. I have good bone structure. But yeah, if I had a full face of hair, I could compete with a beard. Tony does it. I could pull it off. He'll have fun with this. We're going to have to bring this back when he's on air with me. That was the shortest episode to date. But I also talk really fast. And I didn't have Tony stopping to ask me why the puns. And you guys didn't really get that many puns. I'm going to save them for him on the next episode. Don't you worry. I know you guys miss them. Please be sure to like, rate, and review our podcast on all your podcasting platforms. That would be super awesome. It helps a lot of people be able to see that it's out there and available. It helps to spread the word. So I really appreciate that. If you have any questions or if you want to submit any CCCs or topics for us to cover preferably when I have a co-host so I have someone to talk to, you can submit those to us on Instagram or Laugh and, Instagram or Facebook at Laugh and Load, or you can send them to us in an email at pewtimepodcast at gmail.com. You guys have been awesome. Thank you for dealing with me. And you probably don't have to put this podcast on fast mode. It's quick enough. Bye.